Welcome to Storytime with Rabbi Yitzherbs and... Ame Yassi! Yahoo! Yes, that is correct. Okay, Baruch Hashem, you're in a good mood. You know it's raining outside? <laughs> yeah! So why are you in such a good mood? Because I'm not outside, I'm inside! So I'm not getting soaking wet! Uh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Okay, but you know, uh, rain is a bracha, you know that. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. When I want to lands in my mouth, I make No, no, I mean it's, it's a, a, well, you know what? We'll say that for another time. Okay, anyways, so I'd like to welcome everybody to Storytime with Rabbi Yitzhak and his sidekick, me, Yassi. That's correct. Okay, and I'd like to remind you that you're listening to jradio.com. And if you would like to listen to us on the telephone, you can listen to us live at 712-432-4217. If you'd like to listen to us live and also through the archives, then, you know, just follow the menu prompts or whatever. That's 718-506-9099. That number again is 718-506-9099. I'd also like to remind you, if you would like to text in uh, to ask information about advertising or uh, to be able to sponsor one of these shows, including mine. Okay, so uh, if you want to, so the text number is 347-927-8398. Or if you want to text in a story suggestion, then you can do that too, and they always forward it to me eventually. Okay, and uh, let's see what else we got to tell you. The number we never say, you know, the 718-683-5858, the one that we never say. Right, of course, we're never going to say that. Okay, so we'd like to remind everybody that j Radio can use your donations, and it definitely is a mitzvah. Uh, and so the address is uh, j Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. I repeat that address again is j Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. You'd be surprised if you start setting aside even a penny a day, whatever it is. Every penny adds up. Anything that you can send out. Don't be like that famous Chelmashemaisa. What Chelmashemaisa? You know, the one that uh, they needed, you know, wine for Havdola. In the shul, so what did they do? Do you remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, I remember. Right, so everybody thought that since everybody has to donate a little bit of wine, so each one thought to themselves, you know, everybody's gonna drink, everybody's gonna give wine, and I'll just give a little water. <laughs> so, what's one man, you know, right, right? That's correct. But why are you for fumfering when you're telling the story? Because I'm racing in my head, it's going so fast. Oh, so slow it down. Okay, so, no, 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 not that slow. Okay, okay. So basically, everybody had the same idea. They figured if everybody's going to bring wine and they bring one cup of water, so they'll save money. (laughs) And what they did was they poured in water and then when they drank Havdala, it turned out it wasn't wine, it was all water because everybody had the same idea. So if everybody thinks someone else is going to donate and they don't want to donate to the J Radio, then you know what's going to happen is no one's going to donate. And then, uh, well, I don't want to think about that, you know. And of course, you know, it costs money to run J Radio. And and you benefit from it, so why not? Okay. All right. Now that we took care of that, okay. So I'd like to remind everybody that uh, if you're interested in hiring uh, Rabbi Yitzhak for storytelling engagements, well, I could do that part. No, no, no. I'll do that part. No, no. I'll do that part. No, no. I want to do it because this way it'll go faster. When you do it, I'm not sure if it goes faster. Okay. So I'd like to remind everybody if you're interested in hiring myself, uh, which is uh, Rabbi Yitzhak. Thank you. Okay, and if you're interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhak, would you? Can I continue? Uh, yeah, yeah. If anybody's interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhak for either storytelling, uh, karate demonstration, or Kaya from the Maya, which is a very Hamish type of show and very interesting, and so on and so forth, then you could always call Rabbi Yitzhak at 718-375-1294. That number again is 718-375-1294. And of course, you could Google Rabbi Yitzhak at uh, Extreme Martial Arts Demo, or you could Google Rabbi Yitzhak at Koach Fun Demo, Koach spelled K-O-A-C-H, Fun F-O-O-N, Dem, D-E-M, Moach, M-O-A-C-H, Koach Fun Demo, you could uh, Google that, and you could see highlights from the Hamish type of show, and you can see some highlights from the other one. Okay, and then storytelling, I think everybody has an idea, and especially many people who heard me tell stories over Hanukkah. Me? You you told stories over Hanukkah? Sure, you think you could take all the stories for yourself? I mean, remember you were so busy on Hanukkah, I had to do some of those stories, you know? It wasn't so easy. 
<laughs> yeah, I guess not, you know, because I don't know how I could be in one place and you in another place. Ah, well, we figured it out. Anyways, the bottom line is everybody noticed that when you tell a story live, boy, is it so different, and you spring a rim, you jump around, you somersault, you, you, you can't, whatever's necessary in the story, you do. That's correct. Okay, so now we're ready for the story? Well, uh, I think we're pretty much uh, ready, but I would like to remind everybody that my new book uh, is out there. My new book, Zelig the Wagon Driver, is out there in stores, Baruch Hashem. It's not just on sale during Hanukkah, it's on sale all year right now. And if you're interested in personalized copies, well, then you can call my number, 718-375-1294, and perhaps we can arrange it somehow. Okay, and uh, let's see what else do we have to do here. Ah, so we took care of art lessons. No, you just did. Okay, did we take care of uh, martial arts lessons, self-defense lessons, uh, qigong energy exercises? Uh, did we get through that? Yeah, you just did. And it's the same number. 718-375-1294. Very good. Okay, now that we got those things out of the way, I would like to remind everybody that tonight's show is dedicated uh, for a Rafua Shalema for Zev Ben Kreincher, and for Chaim Yosef Tzvi ben Saramir, I repeat, tonight's show is dedicated for Rafur Shalema, for Zev ben Kreincher, and for Chaim Yosef Tzvi ben Saramiriam. Okay, now I do have a story. You do have a story? You mean I don't have to tell it? <laughs> we remember, uh, well, uh, <laughs> I know you wanted to say we remember what happened the last time I told the story, right? That's correct. Okay, so we'll leave it that I tell the story. And I do the interruptions. Uh, well, you don't have to interrupt if you don't want to. Well, but I want to because I got to get known, you know what I mean? But how come you're so shy when I go to do a story and you come along with me, you never want to go out in public? Why? Because I, I, I'm shy. How come you're not shy on the radio? <laughs> like I always tell the people, I, I, on the radio, nobody could see me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I wonder if it's a good idea they shouldn't be able to hear you. Ah, no, 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 don't do that, don't do that, don't close my mic. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. All right. Tonight's story um, is a very interesting story, and it was texted to me, I guess, and I have the gist of it, and the time I got it, I have the gist of the story, and I started to research some of it, and um, it's very hard to be able to uh, pinpoint the exact, Time. I mean, I have a rough idea of the time period that the story happened, uh, but it's very hard also to pinpoint in which town it happened. What do you mean? You know the story or not? Didn't the guy tell you? Well, the person, you know, kind of uh, emailed about, uh, you know, the story, the basic story, the tzaddik in the story, but didn't tell me exactly what year it took place. Uh, but I can know from the time period that the tzaddik lived, I can know roughly when it happened. And But the problem is, this particular tzaddik was a rabbi, a rov of many different uh, shtetlach, you know what I mean? Like, for example? Well, he was a rov in Lvov, he was a rov in Berlin, he was a rov in uh, um, uh, Maine, uh, in Frankfurt uh, uh, on Maine, uh, he was a rov in Metz, he was a rov in, in uh, Tar uh, Taro, I think it was. And also in Lisco and in Frankfurt. Did I mention that? Uh, uh, yeah, well, who are you talking about? I don't recognize it. Well, it's very simple. You, we are talking about the great tzaddik, which uh, when you learn Gemara one day, you're going to follow a mafirish uh, called the Panei Yeshua. The Panei Yeshua, his real name, of course, you know, was uh, Yaakov Yeshua Falk, right? Uh, yeah, if you're telling me so, then that, that's his name. Right. And this great tzaddik lived from the years of 1681 to 1756. Which makes him approximately 75 years old when he was nipped up. Very good calculation. No, I just keep peeking on your paper. Oh, <laughs> all right. Anyways, um, so he was a rub in many of these different places. And uh, I just don't know which particular town the story happened. So I'm going to tell you like this. It could have happened in Taro, it could have happened in Lisco, it could have happened in Frankfurt, it could have happened in Lvov, it could have happened in Berlin, it could have happened in Metz, and uh, that's about that. The only place I know it didn't happen is the place where he was born. Where was that? In, in Reisha, like in Krakow, in that area. Oh, right. I guess the story didn't happen when he was a little baby. No, 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 no. 
Um, and I also know that this happened when he was married the second time because you know that unfortunately in a gunpowder accident, uh, there was a major explosion. You know how houses were built in those days and he lost his first wife, his daughter and his mother-in-law in this big fire. And he almost got lost also, except he made a net that if he would be saved, he would dedicate his life to learning Torah even greater than he was before. And that's when he started the famous works called the Pnei Yeshua. Oh, I see. So, and this story, what are you going to call it? Oh, <laughs> that's a good idea. That's the name of the story? It's a good idea? No, 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 no. It's called Mashpil Geim Ade Oretz. Magbia Shefolim Ade Marom. Huh? Are you going to tell the story in Hebrew? No, 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 no. You know, every day you dive in, right before Shmoneser by Shachas in the paragraph of Ezra Savasenu, right? You say over there, you know, that paragraph right before Shmoneser in Shachas, you say over there in Ezra Savasenu, you say, uh, towards the, you know, right before the Tilas Lekel Eliot, you say, Mashbil Geim, Ade Oretz, Magbi Ashfolim, Ade Morim. That sounds great. I know where the place is. I know where to find it, but what does it mean? Oh, it means that, uh, like ones who like they think they're too great or whatever it is, Hashem lowers them to the earth, and then uh, the people that are very low, He could make them rise. He could ri- raise up the very low until the top, the highest places. Wow! So this story is about ups and downs. Well, in a certain way, yes. Okay, so can I begin? Uh, okay, so we're calling the story Mashbil Gayim Ade Aretz. Right. Okay, that's close enough. Okay. Anyway, this story happened in one of the shtetlach that the Pnei Yeshua was a rav. Okay, we got that part straight. I got that straight, even though I'm sitting crooked on the chair. Okay, good. Okay, so anyways, we're going to call this guy Reb Mendel. Uh, why Reb Mendel? How about uh, Reb Naftali? Okay, we'll call him Reb Naftali. Okay, Naftali. Sounds good. Okay, Naftali. That's a good one. You didn't use Naftali in a, in a story in a long time. No, I didn't. Okay, so we'll pick the name that we're using for this person, uh, Reb Naftali. So who is Reb Naftali? Uh, well, he was uh, Reb Mendel. But who's Reb Mendel? Reb Naftali. Don't do that to me. <laughs> gotcha. All right, anyways, anyways. Reb Naftali. Let me give you some background to Reb Naftali. Reb Naftali was a very rich person. Extremely wealthy. Uh-oh, I smell something happening. What do you mean? I didn't get into the story yet. Uh, how do you know what kind of guy he is? I don't know. What kind of guy is this? Well, if you're quiet, I can tell you. Anyway, it's a Rav Naftali, which sometimes people call Rav Naftolche. Anyways, Rav Naftali was a Gavaldika person. A fantastic person. He did all kinds of very interesting things, like chesed. Oh, chesed. He was a Baal chesed. Yes, he was a very big Baal chesed. He was an extremely big Baal chesed. And he was also a Baal tzedakah. Yes. So then what's the purpose of the story? Ah, the purpose is for you to be quiet and to hear the story, and then you want to have the question about the purpose. Oh, okay. Anyway, so let me tell you what happened. This person, Rebnev Chulcha, at the end of every year, he would go to his books. Ah, he was a bookworm. He loved to read. So he went to the library or something? No, no, no. I don't mean those kind of books. <coughs> oh, he went to his farm. He did that too, but that's not what I'm talking about. He was a very big businessman. Oh, let's go to him. Uh, are you ready? Oh, just a minute now. Just a minute. Just a minute now. Before I'm ready, I got to find out. Am I Rav Naftolche or am I Rav Mendel? I mean, make up your mind. Uh, I think we decided you're going to be uh, Rav Naftolche. Okay, so I'm Rav Naftolche. Now, are you going to call me Rav Naftolche or are you going to call me uh, Rav Naftali? I don't know. It depends what we feel like. Oh, all right. Okay, okay. Okay, so are we ready to start? Yeah, go take it away. Uh, yeah, um, well, uh, yeah, go ahead. Take it away. Oh, all right. Oh, so now what do I got over here? Oh, here's my uh, counting for this year. Wow. Hey, I bought another little small village. <laughs> I hope the, the squires don't get jealous of me, you know. <laughs> We're in the 1600s. So actually, actually, where are we? Uh, Rabbi Herbs, where are we? Oh, we're in the studio right now. No, no, I don't mean that. I mean the time period of the story. 
Oh, oh, it, it probably happened in the 1700s. Okay, it, it happened anywhere between 1717 and, and 1756, but probably not 1756 because that was the last year uh, of the Pnei Yeshua's life. Okay, so Rabbi Natolcha happened in the, you know, the early 1700s. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's unheard of that a Jew, a Yid, should be able to own so much property. Uh, I own so much forests. I own so much ships. I send products back and forth across the ocean. Can I know her? I am so, so rich. And Baruch Hashem, I give tzedakah like I'm supposed to. It's gewaldic. I'm just doing a great, great job. I love to give tzedakah, la, 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 la. And I love to do chesed also. And then, of course, when my Rav, my Rebbe, the, the Pnei Yeshua, when the Rav, uh, uh, he goes over and, and he asks me for tzedakah, for a vichtige uh, inyan, for something that's very important, of course I give. There's no question about it. <laughs> yes, indeed. Okay, Baruch Hashem, I noticed that every year, the more tzedakah I give, it seems to be, the richer I am becoming. Wow, can I do her Okay. Very good. Uh, excuse me, uh, Rav Naftalcha. Uh, excuse me, uh, pardon me, uh, uh, but uh, uh, um, uh, the delivery that was supposed to come uh, 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 to my factory, uh, Baruch Hashem came early, and I, I, I just came personally over to thank you for it. You really run an efficient business. It's a pleasure to do business with you. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. And then... It happened one day. The Galach, the head Galach of the town, came over to Rebnaf Tolcha. Yeah, what there? Uh, we used him the last time. Can we have a different guy? All right, uh, you pick the guy. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, oh, oh, I got it. I, I got it. How about like a eccentric or something? Uh, eccentric? You know what I mean? Like, uh, he should be like, Good morning. How are you? Oh, that's great. Great, great. great. That, that's a good rubber. Let him be the Galach. Okay. Uh, uh, Galach, are you ready? Oh, oh yes, indeed. Fine. Uh, it's easier on my voice to do this than to go, blah, whatever, you know. Okay, anyways, um... How are you? Baruch Hashem, I'm doing great. And what can I do for you? <laughs> what can you do for me? You know what I want. I keep telling you that you can become richer if you will schmad, if you will convert to my religion. You will see that you'll become even richer. Trust me. And why should I trust you? <laughs> There's no way. Our Torah is supreme, it's emes, it's the truth, and there's nothing like it, and there's no reason for me to change my religion. You know the old saying, if the wagon is not broke, you don't fix the wagon. You don't fix the wagon until it breaks. <laughs> and my religion, my Yiddishkeit, has not broken, and therefore I will keep my Yiddishkeit. What do you say to that? Oh dear, but you don't seem to get it, do you? Uh, what, what am I supposed to get? <laughs> Baruch Hashem, I am very wealthy. And I thank Hashem every day for his wonderful blessings. Don't you know that? Uh, yes, indeed. But you could even be richer, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, my Rav once told me, Oy, if Kesef, right, if Kesef, you love gold, you love money, you keep chasing after it. You know, but you know what? I have a difference for it. I believe whatever Hashem gives me is fine for me. Oh, but you don't understand. You see, there are certain people that still don't do business with you because they're afraid that maybe one day the squires will get together and decide that you can't own any land or they'll um, bug the king enough, you know what I mean? They'll have influence on the king. That means that you will never be able to own property. You understand what I'm saying? But if you are a convert and you give up your Yiddish kind, then of course you know what will happen. Yes, I lose my earl and my bow. That's what's going to happen. I'm going to lose the world to come, and there's no way I'm going to schmad. So you might as well forget it. I'm going to be as rich as Hashem wants me to, because He controls everything. Oh dear me, oh my! You really think He controls everything? Just think about it. You're in control of your own destiny, don't you know that? 
No, 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 no. I may have free will, but I'm not in, con uh, well, uh, in control. Yeah, yes, that's the word I was looking for. No, I'm not in control of everything. Um, Hashem is, uh, I mean, I have free will. I can maybe do things and then Hashem will lead me in that direction, but it's really my free will that's carrying me there. And Hashem waits for a person to do tshuva and things like that, you know, to repent. So, uh, no, I, I don't believe a word you're saying. But unfortunately, day after day, this Galak would come to him sometimes every other day, sometimes every other week, sometimes once a month. But there wouldn't go a year that this Galak didn't try to be shmad, didn't try to convert this Rebnaf Tulcha. Sir Rebnaf Tulcha, let me explain you again, you see. If you think about it, if you just convert, your riches will grow even more. Don't you understand? How many times do I tell you, you just have to be a genius. It has nothing to do with your God. Uh, really? If you don't believe in God, then why do you keep your religion? <laughs> no, 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 no. I see. Well, let's not get into that theory right now. Ah, I put you on the spot. You don't know how to answer. Well, well you know, we both, we both worship the same God. It's just a different way we do it. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You believe he has us. Well, well, you know what? I'm not going to discuss it with you. Sorry. No, no, no. I'm not going to discuss it at all. Okay? Uh, if you don't mind, you could leave. Okay? Yes, indeed. And finally, it seemed like this Galach had enough. Oh, well, I've tried for so many years. It just doesn't seem to work. It doesn't look like I'll ever be able to convince uh, this Rapn of Tulcher to change his ways and, and convert to our religion. Oh, dear, and your wife. Oh, well, that's life, but it would be nice to have such a wealthy person among us. Okay, well, what can I do? And he could do nothing at all at the present moment. But one day, that particular day at the end of the year, where Amif would look at all his belongings and all his accountings and all his properties, and he would see how wealthy he was, and he would start thinking. <laughs> well, it's very interesting, you know. <laughs> you know, every day, when I daven Shimon Esrei, right before Shimon Esrei by Shachris, when I say in the Tefillah of Ezra Shavasenu, Towards the bottom of the paragraph before the healers kill I say, Mashpil Gayim Adeoretz. That means Hashem could throw down, make lower the high ones, that, uh, you know, the mighty ones, the high ones, whatever, until the ground, until the earth. You know, it's very interesting. You know, I'm, 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 I've been wondering about it that, yeah, maybe a regular person, but right now, at my stage, I'm beginning to wonder at my stage where I'm so wealthy. And I keep getting richer and richer. I'm wondering if Hashem himself could take away from me. I wonder. I wonder if that's possible. You know, I'm an Erlich Yid. I trust in Hashem. I give a lot of stuck. But I, I do have this funny thought in my mind. You know, uh, let me go and ask this Kasha. I'll ask this Kasha to, um, uh, to, 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 Yeshua, sure. Rabbi Yaakov Yeshua, Falk. Yes, let me go to him. And sure enough, he made a special visit over to the Rav. And Rabbi Yaakov, Yeshua looked at him and said, Ah, so good to see you. Shalom Aleichem. Come inside. Sit down. So what can I do for you, Rabbi Naftolcha? Is there something special you want? Well, to tell you the truth, if there's something special I want, well, you know, um, you know Baruch Hashem, I, I'm doing very wealthy. Uh, you meant to say that you're doing very well, and you are very wealthy. Uh, yes, 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 yes. That, that, that's, that's exactly what I meant to say. However, uh, you know, I, you know, sometimes, you know, like uh, I get these weird thoughts that go in my head. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, because you know, like um, sometimes I think, you know, I got, I got so wealthy that 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 maybe God, maybe Hashem, cannot take my things away. Uh, and if he takes a little bit away, I'll still have so much because I own so much property. I own so much businesses and everything like that. You know what I mean? Uh, so, so I, I, you know, I, I get these funny feelings because, you know, there's a Pusik every... Ah, yes. You're leaning up to that Pusik, Mashbul Geim, Adeoretz, is that it? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, 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 that's the thing. So, you know, I, I was just beginning to wonder, you know, based on what I'm saying... So I'm beginning to wonder, is it possible that, it's, that Hashem cannot take away from somebody as wealthy as me? 
I mean, you can take away from little people, less people, or, or not so wealthy, but somebody as wealthy as me, I mean, you know, I have so much riches. I mean, it's pretty hard to take away everything, you know what I mean? I mean, so, but I was wondering, but I, every day I said, I'm passing Marshall game, uh, the Horrets. I mean, you know, like, I, I, I'm confused. Ah, uh, I see. So basically, your real Shaila is not really whether Hashem could take it away or not. Your real Shaila is if you have real true betachen and understand that in your amuna and betochen, you have to recognize and realize that all riches, all wealth, no matter how small, how big, comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, from the Rabbeinu Shleilam. And if Hashem does not wish to give you wealth, you will not have it. If Hashem wishes to give you tons of wealth and wishes to take it away, then Hashem can do so. Oh, yeah, 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 but I'm I just wondering, I, I, it just doesn't make sense to me. Okay, so listen to me very well. And listen very carefully. Be'ezus Hashem, in a few days, you will have the answer to your question, if it's possible or not. Uh, oh, oh, really? How? Oh, don't worry. It will be a very clear answer to you. You shall see. Oh, okay, but how is it going to happen? You shall see. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, fine. I'll see, I'll see. And sure enough, the first day he went away from the Pnei Yeshua, he didn't see anything, no sign that anything was going to happen. The second day, still no sign. And by the third day, he went to sleep that night. All right, I'm so tired from today's work. I think I'm going to hit the sack early. I'm going to go to sleep early. All right, my dear husband, go ahead, guy schluffin. Enjoy your sleep. All right, um, and try not to let anybody in to wake me up, okay? I won't. Don't worry. I'll be going to sleep soon, too. After all, it's getting dark outside. And nowadays, they don't have street lamps and things like that. So, um, generally speaking, most people go to sleep as it gets dark. But you're going a little early. Did you dive in my riv yet? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 sure. I, I, I dive with the early minions. So, before I go to bed, uh, I have a mind to say Krishma over, okay? All righty. Good night. Enjoy your schluffy. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. I'm going to enjoy my schluffy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And sure enough, what ended up happening was Reb Tulche went to sleep that night. <coughs> well, let's see. Now I, I said uh, Krishma over, and I said uh, uh, everything I'm supposed to. Okay, I said the whole, the whole thing Krishma Alamita. Mm -hmm, uh -huh. And uh, uh, I'm not supposed to talk out, but I'm talking in my mind. Okay, so now let me see. Uh, I got a nice comfortable pair of pajamas and a uh, nice comfortable bed. And here I jump into my bed. Comfortable bed. And now I just. I just. I just gonna go. And you go and sleep. And you go and sleep. Yum, yum. And as he was sleeping, he started to have a very interesting dream. He saw the Galach. The Galach was in his dream. <laughs> Come on. You know that deep down you want more riches. After all, you don't want your God to take it away. <laughs> yes, you don't want, as you say, how do you call him? Hashem, yes. You don't want Hashem to take away all of your riches. So the solution with me is to become even richer. And the only way you can do that is to convert. Be smart. Be smart. Uh, yeah, I'll be smart. No, I didn't say smart. Be smart. You know what that means, to convert. Oh, yeah, I should smart myself. I should convert. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. But as he was sleeping and tumbling and turning in his sleep, by this time already his wife was sleeping already. The whole house was sleeping already. And suddenly, Naftali woke up. Oh, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh, boy. You know what? That was a crazy nightmare. I'm still here in my house. I'm not by the color. This is ridiculous. Let me go back to sleep again. And sure enough, he went back to sleep. And again, he had a dream. And again, the gala came to him. Oh, no. What are you doing here again in my dream? Oh, I just wanted to tell you. 
that you could become richer and you become so rich that Hashem will not be able to take it away. Just come and be smart. Come right now. What do you say? And the dream repeated itself several times. And finally, Remnav Tulsi just got up. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to wake up my wife and ask her if I'm doing the right thing. It's such a strong feeling. I just can't stop this feeling inside me. I feel like I have to go smart myself. You know what? Uh, let me put on some clothing here. Let me sneak down the steps. Let me open up the lock here by the door. Let me open up my front door slowly. Okay, and let me close it back slowly. All right, and let me relock it. All right, and now let me go on to my way to to the, the godless house. Boy, it's pretty dark out here. Oh, but I see the moonlight. Well, let me follow the moonlight. Ouch. I have to watch that I don't crash into things while I follow the moonlight. Okay. Here we go, crashing again. This is ridiculous. Okay, but here I go. Let's see now what's going on here. Uh, he should be out on the outskirts of the Jewish part of this town. And let's see where we're going. Ah, where am I? Ah, there's his big house. <laughs> Let me go knock on the door. Let me just go knock on the door and wake up that garlic and tell him I'm ready to do it. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hello! Open up the door! But the Galach, he didn't hear a word. But he had a servant sleeping on the first floor. Gosh, come on, gosh, come on. Who's knocking on the door? Wait a second, it's still dark outside. What's going on here? Who's knocking on the door? Uh, let me see. Uh, somebody knocking on the door? Uh, yes, 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 I'm knocking on the door. Knock, knock, let's go. Who's there? Me, me, me. Uh, me? Me who? Me who said, yes, yeah, I well, just open the door. I, I, I'm sorry, it's in the nighttime. And I don't open up to anybody. You might be a stranger, you know? You might be a thief in the night. Uh, listen, why would a thief in the night try to steal from the Gallagh? I don't know. Maybe he's so poor he needs the money. Listen, do me a favor, okay? Go away. Come back in the morning. You don't understand. It's an emergency. I'll go find a bathroom somewhere else. No, no, no. Not that kind of emergency. I have to speak to the Gallagh. Oh, you have to speak to the Gallagh. Ay, 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 ay. And who are you? Me? I'm Rubnuff Tolcher. I'm not telling you. Why does that name sound so familiar? I'm the one of the richest people, let alone be Jewish, but I'm one of the richest people in the whole territory here. Uh, oh, that's what I'm not told, sir. Oh, why didn't you say so? All right, all right, all right. One, one, one second. Um, 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 let me open the door for you, and then you'll sit over here, and then I'll go call the garlic and see if he wants to talk to you. All right, all right, just, just make it snappy. All right, I'll snap. No, 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 that's not. Just hurry up, hurry up. You know, I can change my mind. Change your mind about what? Just open the door. Oh, yeah, give me a chance. All right, come inside. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your door is a little more squeakier than my door. Okay, I'll sit over here. Okay, now then just call the gala. All right, one second, let me go to his room. Um, Father, you who Galach? Galach! Galach! Who is knocking at my door? Who is trying to wake me up? I'm so tired. It's still nighttime. It's still dark outside. What's the matter with you? Uh, it's your servant, your trusted servant, uh, 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 and, 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 and it's me, your trusted servant, Yvonne. And, 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 and I tell you, sir, um, and we have a special visitor. We'll tell him to come back tomorrow morning, okay? I mean, but he insists on speaking to you now. Uh, uh, he's a very important person. Yeah, but really, who can be so important that I have to speak to you in the middle of the night like this? Uh, he's Ramnav Talcha, uh, the, the, the rich man. Rubnup Tulsa, hmm. 
Maybe all my words got into him, and I wonder, um, you know... Hmm, let me see now. Uh, let me... I'll be down in a minute, please. <laughs> let me put on uh, my robe over here. <laughs> right, I got my robe Let me go downstairs. Oh, hello there, Rumnum Tulcha. You know, it's kind of late. I know, I know. It's like past midnight. It's okay, don't worry. But no, don't worry. You just woke me up, you know. No, I didn't wake you up. Your servant woke you up. I woke up your servant, then your servant woke you up. Listen, it's very, very important that we talk right now. <laughs> oh, I can't wait until the morning. You know, I have this unshakable feeling inside me. Oh, really? What kind of unshakable feeling? Maybe you need to see a doctor. What is it going to do with me? Uh, you don't understand. You see, what I'm trying to tell you is I have this unshakable feeling that I have to be shmad, that I have to convert myself. Do you understand? And I need to convert very badly. And, and, and I want to do it. So, so, so let's do it right now. <laughs> a second. <laughs> we can't just do this just like that. What are you talking about? Just take out your, your fancy waters or whatever it is that you do, your whole rituals, and, and you just, 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 just do it already. And you just convert me and you be shmad me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm so happy that you're finally willing to do what I've been asking you all along. <laughs> However, a person of your status, you know, after all, if you convert and you show the other people to do so, others will do for the same. They'll follow you, you know. And then I need you, of course, to, to have a nice ceremony. And when I do this ceremony, I have to have all the other galochim nearby also here. We've got to make a beautiful ceremony, you know what I mean? And we have to celebrate. So we've got to do this in the morning properly. Oh, yeah, but I want to do this right now. Uh, come on, can we just do this right now? No, I'm very sorry. All right, all right, all right. So, you know, but, you know, in the morning, I, I might change my mind. <laughs> no, you won't change your mind. Don't go home now. Stay here. I'll give you a room where you can stay. But this way won't change your mind. And in the morning, you'll be able to smart yourself. You'll be able to convert. But you know, I am worried about one thing. Well, what is that? What is that? What are you worried about? Well, you know, right now you're so gung-ho, you know. I hope you're not sleepwalking. No, no, no. I don't sleepwalk. I know who you are. I know who this guy is. This, this Ivan. I know, I know everybody. Okay? I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yes, of course you do. Yes, yes, yes. However... <clears throat> What happens if I make the big ceremony and then you um, decide to change your mind in front of everybody? Maybe you're just trying to uh, put up a show. You know what I mean? How do I know you're so sincere? Oh, what do you mean? That's the way I feel right now. I just couldn't sleep tonight. I kept waking up. I kept waking up. I, I kept, kept, you know, I kept hearing you in my dreams telling me I have to schmad, I have to, I have to convert, and now I'm ready to do it. <laughs> oh, it's so interesting. All right, I hear what you're saying. Very, very interesting. However, I need um, um, a guarantee that you won't change your mind. What kind of guarantee? Well, let me think for a moment. Hmm. Let's put it this way. I always wanted to get him to convert, which is great. But on the other hand, well, let me see if he changes his mind. But he's also very wealthy. Hmm. Got an idea. <laughs> Excuse me, but let's rate uh, a very interesting um, a contract. You know, that um, you will convert. And if you change your mind about converting in the morning or any time, then all your riches, all your possessions, all your riches and properties, whatever you got, you will sign over to me. All right, fine, fine. I'm telling you, I'm so serious about converting that this is no problem because I know this paper is worthless because tomorrow I'll be like one of you and <laughs> the paper is going to be worthless. We'll see about that. <coughs> so now here's a paper and here's a feather and here's some ink and dip it in and start writing. Mm -hmm, uh -huh, mm -hmm. Now let me see that now. Beautiful, you wrote very nicely. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed, of course. <laughs> yes. Everything that you own will be mine if you change your mind about converting and you get this one chance tomorrow morning. <laughs> uh, who, who is that? 
Well, you don't think I'm going to write this thing without having witnesses, you know. <laughs> this is one of the members that I keep here. You know, he works for me. And, of course, my servant, Ivan, you know. Uh, yeah, 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 sure, sure. No problem. Well, they're going to be the witnesses. They're going to sign that you did this on your own free will. <laughs> of course I'm doing some on my own free will. <laughs> I'll still be rich tomorrow, and I'll be richer, just like you said. Okay? All right, so now go to sleep. Uh, show him the room. Yeah, okay. Uh, come over here. This is your room over here. Right here. And sure enough, he went to sleep that night. Now, not back in his home, but for the rest of the night, he went to sleep in none other than the Gallus home. And he had no more dreams. And then finally, early morning, the rooster crowed. <coughs> and of course, he woke up. Where's my Negelwasser? What's going on here? Hey, how did I get here? What am I doing here? Where is this place? This is not my bedroom. What's going on here? Hey, what happened to my bedroom? This is not my bedroom. Hello? Where's my bedroom? This is not my bedroom. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, uh, what am I doing here? Where am I? Where am I? I gotta go wash Negelwasser. Now, let me see. I can find some Negelwasser over here. Oh, here's some water. I could use this. Okay, I did that. And now, where, where? If I didn't know better, I would think. I'm in the house of the Gallic. Uh, excuse me, can somebody tell me where I am? Ah, good morning, how are you? Would you like some breakfast, please? You know, uh, uh, the Gallic got up extra early. He's made all the preparations for a big ceremony for your conversion, okay? <laughs> Everybody can't wait. They all heard about it. What are you talking about? Converting? Are you out of your mind? Are you completely crazy? What are you talking about converting? I, I, I heard it with my own ears, you know. Ah, here comes the garlic now. Uh, hello. Why am I here? What do you mean, why are you here? <laughs> because you came here on your own free will. No, 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 no. You kidnapped me, right? <laughs> what are you talking about? I didn't have you. I would never try something like that. With your riches, you could always prove the truth. No, 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 no. I would not try to have false witnesses with you. No, no, no. So I said, what am I doing here? <laughs> what do you mean, what are you doing here? You came to me in the middle of the night. I came to you in the middle of the night. I went to sleep in my house, and now I'm waking up over here. No, 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 no. You came to me in the middle of the night. You woke up my servant who woke up me. And, of course, eventually, um, uh, we, I came down to speak to you, and then, of course, you told me that you want to convert. What? Convert? Are you out of your mind? You're in Gansa Meshuga. It's not Shaykh. Mr. Gansa Meshugada. Hello? Hello, hello, hello. I I'm a Yid. And there's nothing better than Yiddishkeit. Okay? And uh, uh, Torah is number one. And I don't know where you got this idea. <laughs> what do you mean? You came to me. No, no, no. You, you make up a bubble myself. Really? Oh, I was afraid of that. It's just, you might come to your senses in the morning. So. Last night, to prove that you were here, besides my witnesses over here, my worker and my servant, <laughs> um, I also went over and had you draw up a contract. Now, don't touch it. Just look at it and read it. See what it says. Well, let me see what it says. Sure, it mentions my name. Yeah. It mentions that I wanted what? To be schmud. And if I change my mind, then I hereby sign over all my wealth and possessions, everything I own, to this galach? Yes, that's your signature there, isn't it? Uh, yes, it's my signature. I don't know how it got there, but you know what? Yeah, I'll tell you something. It's worth it for me to lose every penny I have, to become instantly a poor man. Instantly a poor man. But you know, I will never schmod. No way, no how. <laughs> have it your way. <laughs> I didn't succeed in schmodding you. I didn't succeed in converting you. But at least I succeeded in gaining all your wealth. Well, <laughs> Ta-ta, goodbye. Ta-ta, <laughs> uh, goodbye. And he left. And as he was walking down the street, he started doing some thinking. Wow, I, 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 I can't believe what just happened. I, I came to him in the middle of the night. And here's my signature. And it's my handwriting. I rule all that. But how can I be? It just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. I, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. What's going on over here? I can't believe it. This is ridiculous. It's, it's not. It's, it's, it's not Shaykh. I, I would never convert. But I signed over all my riches. I don't know how they got me to do it. Maybe they drugged me. I don't know what they did. Maybe they gave me some sleeping powder. I don't know. 
Maybe they hypnotized. I don't know what they did. Whatever they did, I, it sure worked. But I will never shmad. So that means all my possessions are now his. Even my house. Oh, before I go tell my wife that we have no place to live. Um, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Ah, the Helik Tzadik, the Pnei Yeshua. Rab, Yaakov Yeshua Falk. He told me. He told me. He told me exactly this. I mean, not exactly this, but he told me I'll have my answer in a few days. Wow. I understand it. Mashbul game. I was so high up. I was so high up. And now, I'm thrown down. So, so low. I can't believe it. I'm, I'm thrown down. All the way so low. Woe is me. I can't believe what happened to me. Oh, dear, oh, me, oh, my. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now I'm an instant poor person. Now I just learned what it means that Hashem can, in an instant, take away everything I have, no matter how rich I am. So what am I supposed to do now? Wait a minute. Let me think about that. You know what? I think I'll go to shul first and daven. Then when I come home, I'll tell my wife. Eh, the galaks not going to come by to throw my wife and family out of the house so fast. Ah, let me just go. And he went to shul and he started davening. And when he came to Ezra, Savaseinu, and he was looking at the words, Mashbul Geyem Adiores, he looked at the rest of the Pesach, Magbiah, Magbiah, oh boy, Magbiah Shefolim Ademarom. Wow! Oh boy, oh boy. He raises up the low, all the way to the highest point. I would love to know Pshat in that Pasuk. Huh? Let me go to the Pnei Yeshua, quickly. And he ran over to the Pnei Yeshua. And he told him, well, Rebbe, Rebbe, uh, I, I have to admit to you, uh, you're right. Uh, I, I did get to know the answer very clear. Yes, anything is possible for Hashem. Ah, very interesting. So now you see it. Well, let me tell you something. You probably want to know the Pshat in the next part of the Pasuk. Magbiah, Shvalim. Are they more, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to do that. All right. Hashem Yisbarach can lift you on high. Back up the way you once were. He can do that. Well, 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 well how and what? Ah. You want the answer pretty quick? Well, let me tell you. You first have to accept the fact that absolutely nothing you have comes from you. It's all a gift from Hashem. And it's true that you have to make some ashtadlis. And yes, as a result of the Ishtadlis, and Hashem will help you along. And if he feels that you should be a Gevir, a rich person, to be able to do Chesed and Tzedakah, then so be it. But you should never test Hashem. You should always remember, even though every year you give Tzedakah and you get richer and richer, always remember where it comes from. And always remember, in a second, it can all be taken away from you. Oh, oh, yes, I, I do believe that. I do believe that now. I really do. I really, really do. Wonderful. Then you will have your answer in the Pshat of Magbiah. Shvolim Adimorim very soon. Oh, 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 wow. That's, that's so, so wonderful. I, I hope so. But how? I don't know. But let me go. And he went out from the Pnei Yeshua. And as he walked in the streets... He suddenly heard people screaming, Fire! 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 fire. Rabbi Yersha wanted to call the fire department. Oh, in those days, they didn't have no fire department. They didn't have those fire engines going, Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, the earlier ones that went, Whoa! They didn't have any of those things. No, 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 no. And instead, they had the bucket brigade. Oh, yeah, those funny stories where people went to the well, they pumped water into the bucket, and then they passed it to this guy, passed it to the guy, and by the time they got the water to the fire, there was no more water left in the bucket, right? Uh, pretty much so. Well, 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 aren't you wondering whose house was on fire? Yeah, whose house was on fire? Well, let's go into the story. No, I don't want to go to the fire. No, 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 just let's go deeper into the story. Okay, uh, uh, I've told you, find out whose fire it is. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll find out wh- where the fire is. Uh, excuse me, excuse me, where is this fire? Ah, oh, you don't know. It's by the garlic. His whole house is on fire. You know what I mean? The boy is in flames. People are trying to rescue people in there, but it's very hard to get in to rescue because the flames are shooting so high. It's very high. Yeah, it's very bad, very bad, very bad. The flames are shooting up and down. Uh, we heard him screaming in there, but uh, I don't, nobody's brave enough to walk through the fire and try to rescue him. Oh, 
Very interesting. Ay, 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 Can I help with the fire? Uh, listen there, old man. I think it's better you sit down and relax, okay? Or maybe you can fill the buckets and pass it to these guys. I, I don't want to show them anything happens to you. All right, thank you. Oh, I've told you. Why are you in deep thought? Oh, oh, uh, uh, yeah, let me go help with the fire. And by the time Remnaf Tolcha got there, he heard a very interesting report. Oh, there. It's terrible. Yeah, very bad. Yes, it's really bad. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Here comes the chief of police. All right, gentlemen, gentlemen, we did whatever we could. We did whatever we could. Okay, everybody move back. Let the fire burn out by itself. It's way too late. Unfortunately, the Galach and his servant and his workers, they all perished. They all died in the fire, unfortunately. And everything that belonged to this Galach went up in flames. Oh, well, you know, I guess that's uh, the way God wants it, apparently. And suddenly, a strange thought went into Rav head. Wait a minute. That's the way God wants it. That's the way Hashem wants it. Yes, this Galach. Deserved to be punishment of Shemayim because he always tried to be shmad people, especially me. Because if he could shmad me, then then he could get everybody else who will follow. Huh. So Hashem punished him. But wait a minute, wait a minute. I think I understand what the Pnei Yeshua said. I'm beginning to understand what the rest of the pasuk means that Hashem could raise up the low all the way to the highest points. Because wait a minute, uh, excuse me. Did you say? Yes, yes, I said everything burnt in the fire. There's nothing that survived. Everything is ashes. Well, that means the star I wrote had burnt. It went up in flames. That means there's no evidence that I promised that. <laughs> so now everything belongs back to me. Because if he wants to prove his case, he has to be able to bring and prove with the star and with the witnesses. But he's not around to bring the case. And the star's not around either. Wow, amazing. And sure enough, this Rebnaf Tolcha went away with that powerful lesson. Yes, in a second, Hashem can be mashbul geim adeoretz. And in a second, Hashem can be magbiah shefolim ade ad morim. Ade morim, sorry, ade morim. And Hashem could do this all the way in a second, make somebody poor or rich. But we have to always remember who controls the world. And we have nothing without Hashem. Trust in Him, and He'll give you what you need. Wow, what a fantastic story. Did you notice that I didn't interrupt so much? Yeah, yeah. Why? I never heard you tell this story before. That's because I never told it before. I mean, somebody emailed me the story. I just wish I knew which town it comes. Maybe that person will, you know, email me back and tell me what town. I hope so. All right. Oh, we finished the story. Oh, look, we got some time. We could take some phone calls. Yes, but I would like to remind everybody... Try to keep your phone calls as short and sweet as possible because there are so many people calling in and the whole switchboard is lit up. So here we go. Let's take the first call. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What lesson you learned tonight's story? My name is Cheryl. I, I, I learned a lot of the story that, that, you, that, you, that you, should, you, you can't know what's going to be next if you have more money or, or, or less money. Very good. And can I talk to Yossi? Real quickly, because we have a whole switchboard lit up. Okay, Yossi? All right, you can talk to me real quick. What do you want to say? You learned your lesson. Thank you. Thank and I you. want to say a shout-out to Zach. Okay, hello, you're on here. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello? Me? Yes, you. I'm a little expert. Okay, and what lesson you learned tonight's story? They always have to listen whatever it's out to tells you. That's true. You gotta listen to everything that Sadiq does too. It's in this story too. Thank you very much. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Yitzchak Schwartz. Yes, Yitzchak. And what lesson you learned tonight's story? She always believed in Sadiq. She always believed in Hashem. She never smiled. Very good. Excellent. You listened very well to the story. Thank you very much. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? And hello. Yes. You're on the air. Hello. Yes. Could you lower? Or could you lower whatever you're listening to because I'm hearing double double talk. Hello. Yes. Can you hear me? I hear you. And I learned the story. I'm one of my My name is Ari. Okay. Very good. Thank you very much. Hello. You're on the air. What is your name? 
Hello. Hello. Yes, you're on the air. What is your name? And what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello, hello. That you should believe in Hashem. Excellent. You should believe in Hashem and realize that everything, everything comes from Hashem. It's not enough just to believe in Hashem. You've got to remember that everything comes from Hashem. Okay, thank you very much. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Yes. Uh, I do my own sound effects. Okay. Hello, you're on here. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello, hello. Hello. Yes, I hear you, but uh, can you hear me? Yes. What lesson? You, what's your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? My name is Brian Hershko. Um I learned that you should always listen to Tadikin. Right. And um, when the, they should, you should never smile. Very good. Excellent. So you listen very, very well to the story. Excellent. Great. Baruch Hashem. Thank you very much. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned in tonight's story? Hello. Yes, you're on the air. Hello. Yes. yes. My name is Chaim Oven, and I learned that you should have more Chachamim, and you shouldn't chase after pride, because pride comes before the fall. Excellent. Beautiful. Very well said. Thank you very much. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned in tonight's story? Hello. I want to say a lesson that you should you should never think of losing your money. Yes, that's true. You shouldn't think about it and just recognize to be thankful that you have it and that Hashem controls everything. And if you ever lose sight of that, <laughs> you'll lose sight of your money too. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned in tonight's story? Leah Herp. You learned that um, even though a person thinks that the natural instinct of a person is to say that he's the one that did everything, but really everything comes from Hashem, and that's all you have to remember. Very good. What did you say your name was again? Leah Hurts. Leah Hurts. Oh, okay, very good. Okay, thank Bye. you very much. You said it very, very well. Thank you. Okay, hello, you're on here. What is your name? And what, lesson you learned? And what lesson you learned tonight's story, Benjamin? Never listen to a gala. Never listen to a gala. <laughs> very good. Excellent. Okay, thank you very much. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What lesson you learned from tonight's story? Yankee Doodle. Uh, well, you must be listening to the wrong radio. Sta- radio uh, dot com. I don't know what you're listening to. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned in tonight's story? Hello? Okay, you got to make it quick because I have a Yes, full I'm going to make it really fast because Real guess thing. why? I have two lessons. One that I learned and the other one is for Yossi, okay? okay now, the first lesson quick. I learned is that you should never write a contract that has uh, the wrong description, okay? Right. Now, Yossi, take a look at the sheet music very quickly and by next week, the real lessons are going to start, okay? It'll all go well accordion to what I'm thinking. All right, got it? Very cute, very cute. Okay, I've got to go to the next phone call, okay? Hello, you're on here. What is your name and what lesson you learned in tonight's story? My name is David and you should, and I want to say, oh, please know that I can just, that Hashem can do whatever he wants, and you should always believe in Hashem. Excellent. Just for curiosity, if you don't mind telling me, how old are you? Because he said it so well. Five and a half. Wow, you did that very well. Very well. Great enunciation. Great. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Um, I learned that um, you shouldn't make a call of Hashem. Right, very good. Um, and that if going start up with you, you shouldn't, you should like, and you shouldn't like answer back. Yeah, right. Well, it depends. Every situation depends. And I always got to ask Shilas on these things. Okay, thank you very much. Hello, you're on the air. What lesson you learned tonight's story? I learned that you should always listen to the game, and the story was great. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name, and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Yummy. Yummy. Okay, what lesson you learned tonight's story? That when you need a shoe, you're the tonic. That's correct. They can give you great advice. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name, and what lesson you learned in tonight's story? Me? Yep, you. Um, my name is Shlomi Novi. Right. I don't want to say a lesson. I want to say that, um, like, I helped you in the summer when you came to my camp, Park Slope. Right. I'm the boy what helped you. Oh. The big boy. 
Very good. Thank you very much. And also, I have a lesson that even even you think it's impossible to happen, like Hashem says, um, by before before um, Ezra, and and he should always believe that he can make stuff um, every every time and every and every second and every day. Excellent. Very well said. Thank you very much, and thanks for the help. Thank you for the stories. You're welcome. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn? You're the last caller, probably. Okay, so uh, what's your name and what lesson uh, what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello, hello? Last caller coming in right now because we got a hello? Yes. What's your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? My name is Sharon Zonfeld, and... I learned that you're supposed to always have a minister to come and you should and you should always give tzedakah. Excellent. Thank you very much. You're the last caller. And I wish I could answer all the other callers, but there's no more time because uh, Dr. Simcha is next. So, hello, everybody, and goodbye, everybody. It's time to go now. See you all next week. Have a wonderful Shabbos, a wonderful weekend. Call two. Goodbye. Goodbye.